When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. I'm solid to the crack, never change me and my son the rain. It gets wet when we hang. I'm solid, could touch the blue part of the flame, the blue part of the flame. And nothing else. I just wanna roll with those well, the sports comedy podcast of Toronto Raptors accidentally signed on a hardship waiver. Sorry, Raptors, I'm just a guy, and I have a recurring dream where the basketball's too heavy and I can't lift it. I'm your host, Adam Weinrib, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, in the fine print on Antonio Brown's fake vaccine card that says, for XFL use only, shouted into a hot mic at Soldier Field, and in Roger Goodell's war room trying to organize an entirely separate, symptomatic Super Bowl. Big show today from the world of minor league baseball, Omaha Storm Chasers team president Marty Cordero is here. But first, let's take a quick trip through the headlines. Breaking news, this podcast will not be postponed due to the rapid spreading of the Omicron variant. It will instead be forced to finish without its seven best jokes. And please, everyone, stop tweeting those hilarious memes about fictional characters replacing NFL players like Uncle Rico isn't also currently in COVID protocol. I mean, come on, Adam Sandler in the longest yard? Has nobody seen the statistics about the virus spreading in prisons? Be smart, folks. In reality, though, the NHL has suspended games that involve international travel between Canada and the USA. The NFL is reportedly considering the same thing with New York City, not because of the virus, just because those games don't matter. Deion Sanders and Jackson State flipped the nation's number one recruit Travis Hunter away from Florida State via the help of an NIL deal with Barstool Sports. In the spirit of Barstool, Hunter will get a cash bonus for every sack tap. The Pittsburgh Steelers clinched the win against the Tennessee Titans on a beautiful fourth down tackle just a few yards short of the line by Senator Joe Manchin. Almost. Sorry, folks, but again, we are working without our best jokes here. Omicron variant and everything. Doing what we can. Jim Harbaugh's Ravens lost to the Packers when they once again decided to go for two at the end of the fourth quarter and missed it. Harbaugh said he understands the criticism, and next time he'll send out Justin Tucker to go for two. Tom Brady was shut out by the Saints defense for the first time since 2006, and he was caught smashing a Microsoft tablet out of frustration. Unlike in 2006, when he was caught smashing a Microsoft Zune. Of course, it's important we remember Brady was missing Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, and Mike Evans, and it's also important we remember Brady is the only quarterback we'd make that excuse for. The Chicago Bears got embarrassed on Monday Night Football by the Minnesota Vikings. Bad news, they traded their first-round pick this year to the Giants. Good news, the Giants honestly might not remember that. Side note, fans wearing paper bags over their heads will never not be funny. It's a timeless classic. It, It does not get old, and... Now it's also shown 76% efficacy against the novel coronavirus, so really not bad. Jake Paul knocked out boxer Tyrone Woodley in the sixth round this weekend. For his next fight, Woodley plans to get curb stomped by Blippi. And the Fox reality show classic Joe Millionaire is returning this week. In a twist on the first season, this reboot will feature contestants trying to decide which one of Kirk Cousins and Taylor Heineke is the $84 million quarterback. Winner gets Packers season tickets. 
That's it for the monologue. Really? No Christmas jokes? Adam, you are very stupid. Yep, no Christmas jokes. This is the Christmas episode. I forgot about Christmas. This podcast is brought to you by Knuckleheads, which is a Christmas podcast if you happen to listen to it on Christmas. But in reality, the Knuckleheads podcast is hosted by NBA veterans Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles, presented by the Players' Tribune. They're lifelong friends and bona fide truth tellers. Listeners, they invite special guests, high-profile athletes, musicians, and entertainers to get brutally honest about everything from current events to untold stories from the golden era of sports and culture. Named for the on-court celebration they made wildly popular, this unfiltered, hilarious, and surprising podcast is like playing NBA 2K with no fouls. If you're wondering about some of the special guests I mentioned earlier, this season, we're talking about Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Sue Bird, DeMar DeRozan. There is no drop in quality, folks. Every guest is extremely special. This is the seventh season of the Knuckleheads podcast, and it's better than ever. Totally unguarded conversations about sports, culture, and basketball nostalgia. So please join Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles on that journey in unfiltered conversation. You will be very glad you did. It's like this podcast, but good. And now, as a minor league baseball diehard, my favorite part of 2021 was the full-strength return of America's true greatest pastime. I wrote about it for Fansided.com, and I'm talking to you about it now. So to talk to me today, I brought on one of the men who rode the resurgence, Marty Cordero, president of the Omaha Storm Chasers, the AAA affiliate of the Kansas City Royals, and one of the premier teams in minor league baseball. Marty, thanks so much for joining me today and allowing me to end my year talking about the thing I love most, minor league baseball. I really appreciate you coming on. You know, I really appreciate uh, being able to end the year talking minor league baseball. It's great when we can talk baseball, especially in light of what's going on in our industry. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can take this down a positive road. Absolutely. I intend to be nothing but positive. Um, So I I would love to revisit first um, a day that I'm sure was was really impactful for you, uh, you know, more so than me uh, as someone who's just a fan, not involved in the industry. But describe, if you can, what the day was like when you got the go ahead on the 2021 season and you knew the Storm Chasers were really back in business. You know, it was awesome. You know, we all knew at some point in time this year we were going to play. We all were optimistic that it would be April, but we really weren't sure. Uh, So when we were told it was going to be May uh, and it ended up being May 4th, uh, which if anyone knows me knows I'm a huge Star Wars guy, I'm like, that is a very fitting date, very fitting date. And, you know, to start on that day and to to go through May, June, July, August, and then have games added in September, uh, it was uh, not quite 2019. So not quite to, you know, what normal was. But it was definitely not 2020, and that was that was the thing that we were looking at most. What do you remember specifically about that first game back with relatively full capacity? Um, well, first game back with relatively full capacity was in June, and then mm-hmm. we went to full capacity in July. But on May 4th, we were still around 35%. So, you know, if you're talking about May, it was just kind of a sigh of relief that we played, you know. There are, there are very few industries or businesses that can be closed for approximately 600 days and stay in business. And, you know, there were a lot of great owners throughout the country that were able to put uh, capital dollars from other investors or were able to put their own personal dollars into minor league baseball clubs that they own, such as Gary Green, you know, to keep the teams operating. You know, we all had to make cuts, unfortunately. Um, you know, a lot of furloughs, a lot of great people were left from the industry. But overall, 
you know, to be able to, to say that the Omaha Storm Chasers were able to play on May the 4th, that was probably the most special thing. Secondly would be seeing the fans being able to smile and do that again at the ballpark. I think that's important as well. What unexpected thing about the minor league game day experience did you realize that you missed more than anything in 2020 once you got it back in 2021? Well, it was something that actually didn't happen. And that was the uh, fan engagement activities, the between inning promotions Mm -hmm. on the field. Because of COVID restrictions, we were not able to do a normal year. Toward the end of the season, we were able to start to do some of those things in foul territory. And we did a few things behind home plate, but it still wasn't business as usual. So that fan engagement piece, as much as it was uh, terrific to bring fans back, we're still, and we were still not at the end of the year, a hundred percent back in stadium. So that's something that we look forward to in 22. Now, not only was it exciting to have a season at all, but you had a damn good one and a great crop of players. You had, you had Bobby Witt Jr., MJ Melendez broke out, Nick Prado's there. They're all spending time in Omaha. What was it like to have to deal with that buzz on a daily basis? Well, that was exciting. You know, a lot of times in, in, in our ballparks, we always say we're not selling baseball. We control everything but weather and baseball. And if we could pick one, it would be weather because we would make more money. Fans would be happier. However, this year was different. You know, having three first-team uh, Baseball America All-Stars, if you will, between Prado Melendez and Witt Jr., uh, I've told people that Witt Jr. is probably the best minor league baseball player that I've seen play in 23 years in person. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I can't really speak much to Melendez and Prado because, you know, they're on the 40-man. But speaking to Bobby Witt Jr. and, and, and his future with the Royals – is really exciting. And will we see him back in Omaha? Depends on what happens with the lockout. You know, I think that we might still see him in April. Uh, the, dis- the most disappointing thing about having him in 2021 was the restrictions on player appearances in the community. We weren't able to get him and the others in the community because the Royals not only draft talented players, but they all also draft great people. We're optimistic that we'll be able to see that. But what a year, you know, the player of the year, the home run champ, gold glove at first base, you know, we had the pitcher of the year in AAA East and Jackson Coar, and the list goes on and on and on. So, um, no, the, the, the future's bright. And, you know, we look forward to having more of the same at Warner Park the next two years with Northwest and Arkansas, as well as Quad Cities, both winning their championships at AA and High A, respectively. Their next steps are Warner Park for AAA. So the next two or three years, being a Storm Chasers fan and a pro baseball fan here in the metro area, are very very bright i yeah i wish i hope to get out there too obviously it's a bit of a hike from new york city but it's something on my list so uh you well know. adam adam the, the the you know the 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 uh, ballpark tour and and everything is on me tickets to the zoo tickets to a game so you get out here and we'll take care of you amazing uh, all the more incentive to get it done um now i'll keep this a little bit lighthearted, um just because we're talking minor league baseball. I can't ignore my favorite part of minor league baseball, which is the bobbleheads and the giveaways. I would love to get an insider perspective. What is the best rejected bobblehead or giveaway idea that you and your team have ever had that never happened? Something just completely off the rails that you couldn't execute. Well, one thing that we did uh, give away was a bobblehead of Salvador Perez with the Gatorade bucket. You know, he's Mm -hmm. famous for the splash. And we had tried to put a little water reservoir and a, a, squir- a squirt button 
to where you could fill it up and then and then he was actually dumping water gator or Gatorade, if you will. Yeah. So we did the giveaway, but we weren't able to fulfill, you know, our plans. Uh, beyond that, um, wow, you stumped me a little bit, Adam. Um, you know, uh, this year there were some giveaways we were going to do, but because of the lockout, unfortunately, there's some players there. I know that's not the answer you're looking for. <laughs> uh, I'll have to get back to you. I may have to tweet at you and let you let you know that answer. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. Please do. I'm, I'm always here. Uh, I mean, now I'm <laughs> very, very regretful. We're not getting the, the spraying water. Um, my other favorite minor league pastime is the hats. I can't get enough of the hats. I can't stop collecting hats. It's actually a huge problem. My fiance is bummed by how much I love the hats. How do you resist the urge to just go crazy on the hats every year? Like you've kept some classics. Yeah. You know, if, if I wore hats now, like I did 25 years ago, Absolutely, I would have a problem. But each year, I get a hat at the beginning of the season. I generally get uh, our specialty hats like Omaha Potholes, uh, Runzas, uh, the Star Wars-themed hats. And then I generally get also the 4th of July hat, the Independence hat. Um, but I get gifted a lot of hats from a lot of sponsors and a lot of partners and other teams and friends. And so if I were buying Storm Chasers hats instead of the 100 or so that I have, I would probably have the 200 or so that I think you have. Yeah, you'll have to check my closet. I think the count is definitely escalated to around that range. But every <laughs> time I get a new one, I banish one to the closet. So it's really like a 50-50 split. Well, that's pretty good. Just just keep them. Keep them in good condition. You know, one day you'll, you'll be able to look back on all the memories. And I did that with old T-shirts one time. I had a T-shirt quilt with a, a lot of old T-shirts. And, you know, those, that, that's the great thing about you know, memorabilia items and baseball is it brings you back to 10 years old, 20 years old, 30 years old, different periods of time in your life. So don't get rid of all of them. Keep as many as you can. Thank you. I, I turned the volume up a little bit louder so she can hear in the other room. Um, <laughs> now, before we sign off, I do just want to ask you about one thing that is, is near and dear to my heart. Your Tom Brady tweet after he smashed the tablet on Sunday night. Now, as a fellow Tom Brady hater, the floor is yours. I would just love to hear you speak a little bit more about his classlessness because it's music to my ears. You know, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a hater. Um, you know, there are a number of players that uh, bring things on themselves. I mean, look at what Antonio, Antonio Brown did with the fake COVID uh, vaccination card this year. Uh, you look at, you know, some of the other players that, you know, just make comments that continue to go on and on. Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. He yeah. is. It's, it, I think it's a fact based on stats and, and based on Super Bowls combined. You know, forget talent, how fast he can run or slow he is. Look, he's 44 doing what he is. But I believe that, you know, it goes back to, you know, Bo Jackson. It goes back to, uh, you know, Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, you know, the conversation on role models or not. I'm not going to get into that debate. But what I would tell you is examples in society, they are, yes. And social media has made it even more. And I think you need to show a little bit of dignity and a little bit of class. And I understand the fire more than anyone. But, you know, that's not his tablet. That's a team tablet. It's an NFL tablet. And when the camera's on you, when the lights are on, you know, that's really when you need to show, um, show a little bit of class. And that's really what the, the tweet was about. And, you know, it goes back to a couple of years ago, my son and I were, 
were, were talking about bullying and he asked me and it was about a, you know, a public figure and I won't say who it was, but I'm like, yeah, that's bullying. What he's doing is bullying. And, you know, as, as, as leaders in community in the country, we have to be better than that. Awesome. Uh, well, perfect note to end on Marty. Thanks so much for joining me today. And I will make sure to make it out to the ballpark and I can't wait. Well, you have my digits. You let me know what you need, Adam. Have a great holiday season. Uh, best to you and your fiance. And uh, thank you for having me on today. You too. Much appreciated. Marty Cordero of the Omaha Storm Chasers, everybody. Very gracious with his time indeed. Go Storm Chasers. And now, my final flame. Whether you're Steelers or Ravens, Packers or Bears, football fans across the country can agree on one thing. The free sodas at the Giants fan appreciation game should have been jumbos. Oh, and also, there isn't nearly enough of the Manning cast. ESPN's Monday Night Football simulcast has swept the nation when it's on. Some weeks, Peyton and Eli can't even be bothered to sit in front of their televisions like the rest of us and ask Lil John about the Lions and Seahawks, again like the rest of us. So here's what I propose. Every Monday night broadcast also gets a Manning cast. The Pro Bowl, Manning cast. The Super Bowl, even though the event might confuse and upset Peyton, the fans still deserve a Manning cast. But of course, that's not enough. March Madness needs a Manning cast. The NBA Draft, Manning cast. What about the Manning Castaway, where we crash both Manning brothers in a FedEx plane on a deserted island? Could happen. Antiques Roadshow? It shouldn't even be an alternate broadcast. Peyton and Eli Manning should simply be the hosts of that show, and they should be edited into all reruns. I've been yelling this in the general direction of my live-in girl acquaintance, Amethyst, for years. Once we have all those Manning casts up and running 364 days a year, let's give them Arbor Day off. The logical next step is an alternative broadcast to the Manning cast, which provides commentary on everything shown on the Manning cast, from Peyton's shirt to Eli's thoughts on Peyton's shirt. Now all we need is a pair of hosts. Brett Favre and Drew Brees, Jay Cutler and Malcolm Jamal Warner, Tara Reid and Albert Hainsworth, Cooper Manning and Archie Manning feels too easy. So what about Archie Manning and Archie Manning from the mirror? Done and done. Endless excitement cascading through a mirror's reflection. More Manning cast is all I need to satisfy me forever until I'm bored of it. So what are we waiting for? Next NFL season to start because this one's basically over? Ah, damn it, probably. My thanks to Marty Cordero. Merry Christmas, happy holidays for me and JC Chazé and not the other four guys. See you next week. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.